0: Hello and welcome to Snap, Cackle and Pop.
1: The breakfast show for people who wake up at 5pm.
0: My name's Lucas. I'm Laura. And in this week's instalment of Snap, Cackle and Lockdown, we have Vera Hobhouse MP as our very special guest. Having been re-elected as MP for Bath and North East Somerset in 2019, Vera has been a voice for climate change reform, equality and social justice
1: This week we talk with Vera about the government's response to coronavirus the importance of immediate climate change action and how we can all play a role in the fight against populism
0: Enjoy Good morning
1: Good morning The sun is shining
0: Unless you're listening to this (laughs) in the evening in which case the moon is shining
1: Yes the stars. The stars. You never uh, really recorded in the morning. No, it's a this bit is, weird, isn't it? This
0: is a first a morning first. Yeah. I've got mimosa in hand. It's <laughs> 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 brunch. It's half eleven. Why it, not? It's 5 pm somewhere.
1: Bottomless brunch. That's one thing I'm hurt. I've still not done a bottomless brunch.
0: No, me neither. But like a normal brunch satisfies me enough. You know what I mean?
1: I feel like it was one of those things that I really wanted to do when it was still quite niche but now it's like default isn't it? Yeah.
0: Like everyone's bottomless it's a, brunch all time. brunch is a buffet which
1: It's a buffet with with drinks yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Big deal but I love a buffet.
1: I'd rather have a bottomless food brunch like bottomless yeah, food. I
0: don't, bottomless drinks I'm fine. I could a couple of Bucks fizzes and I'll be good to go but
1: <laughs> ready to go.
0: <laughs> but full like oh my god a full buffet of just mm, like we can eat if you, any buffet, what kind of buffet are you going for?
1: I was actually going to ask you that. <laughs> <laughs> um, any buffet, ooh, ah, hmm, I think Thai, <gasps> Thai buffet. Interesting,
0: interesting. I'd say Chinese. Caribbean. I'd say a full oh, Chinese okay. buffet. Oh <gasps> my god!
1: I love Chinese buffets. To be fair, oh my I god! I feel like Chinese buffets are nicer than Chinese takeaway.
0: Yeah, kind of. I mm. mean, yeah. But Chinese buffets will like screw you every way over because, like,
1: they will destroy your insides I, and you will kill yourself.
0: I fully once had a Chinese buffet, and that night I drank four litres of water. <laughs> I drank. I woke up every hour. I am
1: drying up. <laughs> so, so
0: dry. No, it was crazy. Um, yeah in my mind my ideal my my ideal life I find I meet my husband for the first time at a buffet <laughs>
1: like... <With your> hands <laughs> yeah. reaching for the spring rolls yeah. and your fingers grazed exactly. you
0: that yeah. is literally my ideal very scenario old brand for you, yeah I love very that I would love that so much
1: <laughs> well how are you how's you weeping
0: you know Locked down. Um yeah.
1: it's been still inside,
0: still inside, still following government guidelines, still still waiting for my 12 shots of vaccine. Um
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> also, it's very competitive. This whole vaccine thing is it's my new favorite sport because they're like Pfizer's like, we've got 90% efficacy, and then Moderna's like, yeah. we've got 92% efficacy. It's and- like the
1: arms race. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the 21st century arms race. Yeah, I know. Um, but no, it's like you know, we're here we are in week three. Um,
1: yes. Of lockdown I've got a week before, if if I'm honest, I think it's flown. I don't know about you, but I've really not. It's pretty
0: much flown. I think just sometimes I'll just be like, Ugh, I'm bored. Oh, um, mm. like Ugh, I'm just feeling like icky today. So then this this day here today, um, to sort of get myself out of my ick, I have officially started listening to Christmas albums. <laughs> oh Ooh! gosh!
1: Do You know what? Like usually I'd be really snobby about it, but I think. Like at work, people are talking about how they've already put up their trees. And usually I'd be like, oh my God, that's far too early. <laughs> but now, like, I'm just fucking do it, man. Yeah, like, we all fully. just need to cheer up. Do you know what I mean? Like, put your tree up. Yeah. I even might like, not laugh at people for all their disgusting lights outside.
0: Oh, I still yeah. w- I, Don't worry. I will. Yeah. I'll come and do yeah, it. <laughs> uh, um, I mean, my, of my official rule that I live by is usually Christmas celebration starts the day after Thanksgiving. So, right. not that I celebrate Thanksgiving. I've
1: never celebrated Thanksgiving. So that means nothing to me. But,
0: but okay. you, you know which day Thanksgiving is, and then you're I like, oh, okay, it's, it's, the, <laughs> it's the last Thursday of November.
1: <laughs> okay. So the first Thank Friday, you- the
0: last Friday of November. Then I start celebrating. But then this year, I was like, you know what? Let's bring out the bunting. Let's yeah. let's pretty. Really, let's do it. Yeah. Let's I respect deck that. the goddamn halls.
1: I'm not feeling that festive yet. It's not really sunk in. I have,
0: to, I think this year you have to force yourself into festivity.
1: <laughs> you have to have forced fun. <laughs> yeah, you have to
0: like, because I was saying this to my brother, like I'm looking forward to Christmas because actually it's going to be very cozy and like very traditional. Um, mm. And so that's, you know, at least I was saying this to my parents as well, that like Christmas is actually one of the best times to just spend indoors. Like.
1: That's what I love about Christmas. Yeah. You don't, You don't have to leave your house from like Christmas Eve to Boxing Day, day after Boxing Day. Some people always try to make me come out on Boxing Day. (laughs) No, 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 Pajama
0: Day. Um,
1: no. No, 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 (laughs) no.
0: Not on my watch.
1: I've never, and I will never, if I'm spending Boxing Day outside and not inside watching films. Yeah, in the club. I could
0: never. That is literally the last thing on my list.
1: That is not what Jesus would have wanted. No. Absolutely not.
0: No, he's a bebe at this point. Bebe can't go clubbing. No. So I'm not going clubbing um, What would you say Is your go-to Christmas song Or album
1: um, oh, That's a good question I'm not really Into like Artist renditions of Christmas music No
0: Apart like, from The Casey raise Christmas album yeah. <laughs> Of course An exception <laughs>
1: um, <laughs> I I really love I mean, Fairytale of New York is
0: scandalous.
1: Oh yeah no is, is it is it cancelled oh yeah well, it's cancelled oh, of
0: course you gosh. like it no well, it's all cancelled it. things cancelled cancelled <laughs> <Chris laughs> this year they
1: do say the f word quite aggressively what
0: do you because obviously so the bbc has now officially said for the first time that they are censoring the shot the strong censoring the song the They're censoring the song they're censoring the song, the song, censoring the song. Censoring the song. <laughs> um right. and obviously everyone's up in arms about it what do you think
1: so did they play it on the radio before without censoring? They
0: used to play it on the radio and it have the, the homophobic slur still in it. Really? Yeah, 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 do, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, even now? Yeah. 11. I can see
1: they do it in like the 70s, but no, really? In the,
0: wow. in the 2019s, they were doing it. And then for this year, they decided to put I their foot down that. and say... Because
1: they censor the N-word.
0: Yeah, obviously. Really? But.
1: Like they, they censor like...
0: Batty. I don't know. Think. I, mean, if you,
1: I, I don't know why I landed on
0: that. If you listen to um, if you listen Batty to the crease. the the wap, the radio edit of wap. I mean, yeah, WAP they is just they like, I wanna, wanna, I wanna, wanna uh, I wanna, <laughs> uh, I wanna, oh, 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 oh.
1: I wanna. <laughs> <laughs> It's just not a song. Yeah, but yeah, they um,
0: still let us all go around yeah. shouting homophobic slurs. Um, but people are really up in arms, and you really have to think, why?
1: Up and arms about them censoring. Up and arms about, about them, them censoring.
0: People are upset.
1: Come on, it's PC, please. People are always. I mean, it's the same as Christmas advert. Oh I my mean, god. Let's not touch on the same as actually. Let let let. Let's, since we're here, same,
0: since same we're Same Christmas
1: advert. People will get just so angry over things that shouldn't really make them that angry. Uh, I mean, a black family celebrating <laughs>
0: Christmas. Imagine. <That's> something. <laughs> it's literally a black family celebrating Christmas. And people are like, well, how dare they celebrate Christmas on my the TV? Only, like,
1: The only thing that like gives me joy is just the number of memes that have come out of it. Like, just the, the, the idea of the people being less annoyed, feeling more represented by a family of blue aliens <laughs> and, or baby carrots <laughs> than a real life human,
0: yeah, not white right. family. Right.
1: It's, they're the same people who are writing into radio radio
0: One saying you know so true play the
1: song out loud and proud stop bending to leftist propaganda how and about we shit.
0: just how about we just stop being mean just stop being mean please yeah. like
1: it's it's, your, it's my right yeah it's, it's your human right to be
0: it's, offensive it's not your right to to chase me down the street shouting a homophobic slur like you know it's absolutely yeah. crazy um and it makes no sense. And hopefully these people will all change their mind or die soon. Or well, um, they can just shop somewhere. Well,
1: they're not shopping at Sainsbury's anymore.
0: Uh, so, you know. Well, we well To the aisles, really. Are <laughs> <Yeah>. oh, <laughs> we going to Sainsbury's every day then? A nice yeah, empty supermarket. Cute. Love it. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, really, why would they do that to Christmas? Why would why would racists try and
1: do <laughs> this to Christmas? Racists have to ruin Christmas. <laughs> because, like,
0: this year, like... The racists, the homophobes, the transphobes, the Brexiteers, they have been ruining everything. The anti-vaxxers. They, do have,
1: they really do have a, have a thing of, you know, just shitting on everything, yeah. don't they? I mean,
0: and then you they... get one good thing and they just come and ruin it. And all we wanted, all we asked for was Christmas. We don't. We tried equal rights. We couldn't get equal rights. <laughs> <laughs> Instead, we're settling for Christmas. Just give us Christmas. Just give us one
1: day. <laughs> yeah, no, you can't. Awesome. You can't have it.
0: You're not allowed. Oh, 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 oh.
1: Well, I'll tell you something also in the news this week, which should make me really just. I really enjoyed. Okay. Um, <laughs> it was found this week that Pope Francis, Instagram oh. account of Pope Francis, <laughs> yes. liked the skimpy, scandally fledged <laughs> photo of a Brazilian OnlyFans model. Have you read the article?
0: I've, I've seen the photo. It's
1: amazing. The Vatican had to release a statement saying they don't know why <laughs> said photo was liked,
0: <laughs> but ba- is not responsible for this. The Vatican but- is blaming Instagram.
1: I love it. I absolutely love it. There's just something so delicious about the thought of Pope Francis. Just chilling, you know, on his evening off, watching some Netflix, having a little scroll, <laughs> cheeky line, cheeky you know, not thinking about any of it.
0: <laughs> Glass and of wine in one hand, cigarette in I the other.
1: It. We all get wine. caught out, you know. Um, it's, it's, it's relatable as well, you know, when you're stalking someone and you end up liking a picture yeah. from like 2015. I mean, even the Pope does it sometimes. Pope Francis so. is
0: really the Pope for the people. Because he's he really he's is. out there saying that gay marriage is all good or like gay unions are all good. He's out there accidentally you know like, he this like girl. I mean, he's,
1: he's, he's too, too much. He's the too most. progressive. I'm I'm shocked.
0: I just I just really didn't see um the Vatican versus Instagram on the cards for twenty twenty. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you backing in the Vatican versus Instagram?
1: um god both are just dis- disgustingly powerful in their own way aren't they i mean it's like because- two, <laughs> less of two evils really
0: <laughs> i back the vatican i'd say
1: it's not a fight that i would have predicted but you know there's been there's been some really impressive um random celebrity feuds this year like, like
0: who um
1: <laughs> i read one the other week in the election week of um Jennifer, an- Jennifer Aniston Making an yeah. unlikely feud With um, Kanye West
0: <gasps> oh, I mean yes. Kanye West with
1: anyone Makes sense anyone. but I think just the thought Of Jennifer Aniston Did you read about this?
0: I, I heard what she said and that Kanye Did he make fun of Friends?
1: <laughs> yes. She said something like um, Oh yeah voting for Kanye isn't funny And he obviously then went on Kanye-esque twist trade, um, which mm. is now deleted and one of the <laughs> tweets was, well, Friends wasn't funny, so, <laughs> which I love. But yeah, another unlikely thing. Really
0: He's really losing this year. Do you remember when, this wasn't in 2020, but do you remember when Nicki Minaj came for Stormy?
1: Yes, I do.
0: That, to me, is, I think, my favourite feud you might for someone's, be-
1: I mean, did she come, what did she say? She said something like Travis Scott wouldn't have sold as many albums without Stormy. So yeah. really, you know, it's a compliment. To store me. Yeah, but she was like, <laughs> she was like, that
0: little baby really stole my limelight. Yeah. She was jealous Hilarious. of the baby. Oh, Nikki, come
1: um,
0: on. Got the, the politics of of celebrity feuds.
1: Wow, that's the politics of celebrity feuds and the politics of politics. Politics. Which y- is really what we
0: today. have, yes. <laughs> because we have the absolutely amazing Vera Hobhouse, MP for Bath and North East Somerset on our podcast, yeah. um which is like, so crazy. It and is kind of
1: mental. She's like an actual adult person <laughs> she's with like an actual human. responsibilities and opinions and
0: yes. an official
1: MP thing. I don't yeah. know,
0: what's it called? Uh, title. Title. Uh, yeah. yeah um, we had this, we had a conversation with her. Um, and I'll be honest, it's filled me with hope. I have new hope for, for politics. Um, you know, as young people, we're always sort of. Um, There's always this idea that we're not being represented in politics, especially since a lot of the politicians are 40 plus and don't and therefore we say they don't have our interests at heart. But from what I've seen of Vera, you know, in the past few years and our conversation with her now, she has our interests like at heart to the nth degree. Like every single thing we care about, she cares about even more. It was really
1: refreshing actually to talk to um a member of parliament. I think all I've really had from politics this year is like news article after news article after news article. Boris Johnson's doing this. The Tories are doing this. Yeah. Priti Patel's a bully. Michael.
0: Priti Patel, Priti Patel <laughs> like, needs to stop.
1: So... Cummings is just off on his bloody yeah. trips and
0: oh, my wherever. God.
1: Like, it's just, you know, it's just endless it
0: frustration. So and
1: it's just depressing Um, and to to talk to someone who is a incredibly normal be incredibly grounded and just very passionate about things that do matter um has a very clear kind of moral compass mm-hmm. and she's campaigned for so much um really really good stuff she's she's really really just she really cares about I know you know there's MPs I'm like I really care about my constituency but yeah. like she re- actually really cares about her yeah. constituency she's a really really interesting to talk to I mean um, she came on our,
0: our podcast which she didn't have to do at all exactly. but that just shows how much she cares no. about every single constituent yeah um so yeah it, it's absolutely amazing it made me so happy to talk to her and I hope it makes you, the listener, so happy to, to listen to what she has to say. And yeah, I hope it fills you with a little bit of hope in these bleak, bleak times.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Enjoy.
0: Enjoy. All right. So we're joined here with Vera Hobhouse, the MP for Bath. Hi, Vera.
2: Good morning. How are you?
0: <laughs> yeah, not too bad. How are you?
2: november feelings little raining but uh you know, try to keep the spirits up by um well having a nice conversation with you guys
1: <laughs> uh well thank you so much for joining us it is so nice for you to to come on the show and really exciting i think you're definitely the most official guest we've ever had <laughs> so um yeah this is all new to us as well yeah. <laughs>
0: Um, and also probably quite a busy time for you right now Um, everything's sort of popping off in the government so yeah really thank you very much for taking time out of what I assume is a very busy schedule It
2: it Um, is because uh, I mean the main thing is really that people in in the second lockdown like in the first lockdown they're feeling very anxious and very worried about their future and a lot a lot of people are writing in to us and my team Um, and it's just a lot of correspondence that's basically what our workload is
0: It's Is that stressful for you? Do you feel that stress of having to hold other people's burdens?
2: Well, yes, if if you become the MP and you represent others, then of course you take a a degree of responsibility for everybody's well-being and you want to try and help as many people as possible. And then people come and a lot of them have um, distressing stories to tell. Uh, And in this pandemic, um, it has increased manifold. So... In the end, yes, um, I, I would say probably um, my team as well has to cope with a lot of um, anxiety from from others, and therefore then has, has to sort of uh, develop a, a resilience to empathise, but at the same time not get too, too too depressed about it. Yeah, yeah, sure. Would you say that's kind of
1: one of the main reasons that? Um, push you to become an MP, maybe that that desire to help people and hear people's stories and represent people?
2: Well, I, I think um, it, it would be bad if um, members of parliament didn't have that um, <laughs> empathy with others. Um, because mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, definitely. Otherwise, you can't easily um, really um, often work very hard to get to the bottom of a problem or why people cannot get help or why people... Uh, uh, f- 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 face anxieties and can't get the mental health they need, or you know, there's so many many injustices that you need to get to the bottom of, and and they're there because they're ingrained and they're structural. They are they have often been around for for many years as injustices, and you want to resolve them, and it takes often um, a long time to do so. Some um, colleague in Parliament once said MP stands for most persistent, and I think that's definitely <laughs> the that you need to yes. Mm-hmm.
0: and you guys sorry. Oh, I was just gonna say also because when we're talking about representing I guess you have quite a un- you are in a little bit of a unique situation where BNES is filled with loads of students as well as residents um, does that present a unique issue for you having to represent both of them at the same time
2: well I um you know I, I enjoy the the um, um, I enjoy the vibrancy that we have in the city because we have got so many students, <laughs> um, and 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 we should value the fact that we have so many students. Otherwise, we become just a city of old people. It is, of course, <laughs> a, a, a city that is, uh, uh, is uh, favoured um, to come to and um, and mm. you know live live your second half of the of your life in in, in, in many ways. And people come here yeah. after uh, you know they have had successful careers in other parts because. Bath is a lovely city. It's becoming also increasingly um, a city for young families, and that's wonderful and welcome. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. but then the uh, you know the students, I think, add an extra dimension, dimension to the vibrancy of the city. And and I value that you guys are there. Um, we need to work together to make um, um, Bath um, welcoming for for everybody, and make yeah. sure that students don't or you know some. Uh, you know, occasional bad behaviour of students doesn't taint the, um, t- or tarnish the reputation of of the whole student mm. population, and that unfortunately yeah. happens a little bit. And and the recent pandemic um, has also yeah. shone a spotlight on on young people, um, and that they've been seen to be uh, irresponsible. But I think it's it's very wrong to sort of create a division between age groups. Um, we should look out for each other, and I think on the whole, people do that. There's always the odd exception um that that then risks to as i say tarnish the reputation of the rest of the group but but it shouldn't be like that
1: i think that's a really like interesting point that you've made about kind of um not driving tensions between age groups because i think as young people um a lot of people our age i think at the minute feel this kind of weird problem where they want to do what's right and they want to follow the guidelines Mm -hmm. and they want to, you know, they they want to be safe and they want to protect um, the people around them. But at the same time, they don't feel like the government has their best interests at heart. They don't feel like the government really... We feel like we can't get things right, you know. Mm -hmm. We get told to go out and eat out and spend money, but then when there's a rise in cases, then we get blamed kind of thing. Um, So what do you think kind of the main challenge that the government has to face in terms of kind of reaching out to young people mm. so
2: first of all i mean it, uh, unfortunately the the, the um uh, virus has been spreading again um you know since the summer because although yeah. people you know government has said look we need to do social distancing we need to wear face coverings we need to do our hand hygiene and and people haven't done that but not, not enough. Um, otherwise, you wouldn't be in another mm-hmm. lockdown. But that's not just the young people. Older people flout the rules as well. Mm-hmm. So, I, I, yeah, sure. I, I think it's it's and and also let's let's remember and be um, understanding to to everybody. The the, the the human behaviour that's required of us in order to combat the virus is just not normal. You know, you don't talk yeah. to people from two meters away. And as soon as you meet somebody again, you know, of course, you can, you know, you, you you move a little bit closer. And younger people do that, and mm-hmm. older people do that. I see MPs doing the same thing we don't socially distance across the board in, in, in the House of Parliament when we meet physically. We just simply don't. Yeah. Um, and, and so it's it's wrong to, to blame um, young people. It's also true that, of course, um, young people uh, uh, for, for for six months had their education disrupted, they, they had um, to face yeah. a lot of anxieties, and when they came back to universities and, and their schools, you know, it's the exuberance of, of, of youth. Um, I mean, I, I honestly don't blame young people at all. I i can I, I i see older people do that as well yes if you're younger you're you're a bit bit more risk taking but that's also mm-hmm. just part of humanity I, I bet you I was less cautious when I was young um and and now i'm becoming um old and cautious but 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 you know we have to remember when we are older what it was like to be young and 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 mm-hmm. and a year of being young um is much longer in terms of frustration and yes. feeling h- held back than, than when you are over 50. And and I think so t- to, to develop the understanding um, of what it is to be young and what, what your anxieties are and what your frustrations are and what your impatience is um, has to be there. And on the other hand, um, younger people might need to possibly sort of um, put their minds into the anxiety of people over 50 or 60 or 70 who could actually yeah, die no. you know they, they can mm-hmm. actually yeah, die yeah. and 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 that mm-hmm. is something i think it, it just sort of um, needs this understanding of of both sides i, I worked on a yeah. um, on a on a on a what is called an all-party parliamentary group on intergenerational mm-hmm. integration and i think we, we 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 found out a lot of uh, things there about you know how how different age groups don't interact anymore which is a shame
0: yeah and uh, there is one thing that actually I've noticed that is a bit more of an interaction which is um basically I, I do this job for the University of Bath where I call up um like ex-alumni and I talk to them uh, and ask for like a donation to the university and I called up a lot of older participant uh, older like um alumni and a lot of them were actually really interested in um Extinction Rebellion which I and I did a bit of research into it and I found that actually Extinction Rebellion it sort of is one of those things that unites really young people and then also people who are like plus 60 plus 70 which i thought was quite it's quite a unique situation um but at the same time even though it's uniting these two people it's still something that people feel underrepresented about within the government um and i know you're a really big advocate for climate change and you know environmental policies do you think that the government's doing enough to help the climate no
2: absolutely not um in fact <laughs> i i accused this government not of being Active climate change deniers but they're climate change climate action delayers and since we know that Uh time is running running out to me that amounts almost to the same um uh, thing because if we don't actually get um temperature rises down by 2050 uh you know whether you know if you're delaying that you know really 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 we are as a as a global um society in big trouble and while you know, some people might think, you know, in Britain, a few temperature rises might not be so bad, and we can grow some wine, and maybe the beach um, holiday <laughs> might be- get on. Um, if we, you know, it's for the southern hemisphere that climate change is particularly catastrophic, and we have to look at it as global citizens, uh, and it is our mm. uh, our shared humanity that 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 requires of us to take very very dramatic action, not just in this country um but globally and support those communities who um y- y- who don't have um uh, y- you know the, the the governmental infrastructure or the financial resources to do something so yeah. it's got to be a global effort and and you know all that sort of stuff that we are hearing um, throughout um about cutting um the international aid budget for example i mean all of that will hurt hurt our global effort to tackle the climate emergency and it's outrageous. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, completely. And what do you think needs to be done right now by the government? Like, what is the most important things that they need to be doing to help tackle this climate change crisis?
2: Well, um, a proper plan um, and a cohesive plan that is not just sort of piecemeal and little announcements here or there. Uh, And and then, you know, the U-turns that we have seen um, around the pandemic um, also pervade what the government does around um, tackling the climate emergency. So we've actually Mm -hmm. said for a long time, you know, the opposition... Whether Labour, Greens, or the Dems have said uh, for a long time we need to um, uh, 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 stop the sale of diesel and petrol cars by 2030. Well, we suddenly hear yeah. well they're going to do that too. But each time decisions like this are being delayed, you know, the industry mm-hmm. that that has to adapt after all, and business will always say, well, we adapt if only the government yeah. gives us clear, 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 a clear roadmap. The longer we, you know, mm-hmm. we are delaying these mm-hmm. crucial decisions and only come round the table at the last minute, like the government has now done around the decision of, of, uh, of uh, the, the limit of say, or, uh, banning of sales of petrol and diesel cars in 2030, mm-hmm. the longer they take, yeah. they, 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 take, they take to come to that conclusion, the more difficult it is to actually reach the target. So they've just got to get their act together and in a, in a cohesive way across the sectors. And we haven't seen that yeah. at all.
1: And then I think for like for you, that must be so frustrating because um, I think looking on kind of your work in the past, you have definitely campaigned on so many different things, whether it's climate change and quality. Um, just I don't want to say you were on the right side of the <laughs> vote, but in my eyes, you are. In my eyes um, too. So I think to be part of the gov- of government who are just not getting it must be so frustrating. I'm not um, the government,
2: so people always have to remember that I'm a member of parliament. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, yeah. and the, Tory, the, the, the Tories have the majority, and therefore the majority party in in parliament mm-hmm. informs yeah. the government. So I'm not the government, yeah. and a lot, a lot of people um, misunderstand that. So I'm not in government, I'm in parliament, and there's a big difference. Yeah. And so I'm, I, I'm opposing the government, and I, I, I think the government Gets a lot of stuff wrong. So, for example, this is an example. Yeah. There's the aviation industry. All right, the aviation industry mm-hmm. is, is, is has been suffering a great deal, um, you, know, a, 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 you know, losses because of the pandemic. Fine. But they go to government, like mm-hmm. all industries and private businesses, and want a bailout from the government. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. the government has got a golden opportunity to ask for uh, something in return. So, how mm-hmm. does the aviation industry propose to get to net zero by 2050? Yeah. And the government doesn't seem mm-hmm. to be looking at actually making making um, um, financial support now um, a condition um, of the aviation industry to, 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 to present us with a plan of how they want to get to net zero. And in my eyes, again, that's a mm-hmm. relatively simple solution. The science is there, and that's what... You know, what the Committee for Climate Change and Lord Deben have said many times. The thing about climate change Mm -hmm. is we actually know what to do. It's not something where we are sitting like we did, uh, you know, so far with the pandemic and say, oh, God, what are we going to do? Mm -hmm. With climate change, we know exactly what we have to do. It's it's a lack of willingness, isn't it? It can be done, Mm yes. So, with aviation, aviation, for example, what you need to get to is to get to a a fuel that is net zero. And that can be done Mm -hmm. by developing synthetic fuels. In fact, um, the, the chemical solution is already there, so why doesn't the government <laughs> yes. and, and make it mandatory to gradually um, um, introduce mixing of fuels, uh, um, uh, traditional kerosene with and um, synthetic fuels, which behave exactly or you know very similar to kerosene, and they're derived by um, existing existing carbon dioxide and mixing it with green hydrogen, so it could be probably part of a circular economy. So we capture the carbon. Um, uh, um, we mix it with hydrogen, we get to a synthetic fuel that behaves basically Mm -hmm. like a fossil fuel that we pump out of the ground the only thing is it's Mm -hmm. currently more expensive to come to that because carbon capture is expensive and and the chemical changing of it is is not done at any big commercial in any big uh, commercial uh, uh, production, so it's easier Mm -hmm. to just pump pump it out of the ground and and create more climate change Yeah? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it can be done the only problem is cost it will. It will yes. keep the cost yeah. of, it, of a of a ticket, you know, from something that is currently costing a hundred pounds for for a ticket to fly to one hundred and sixty pounds, mm-hmm. and that's why the avi- aviation industry doesn't want to do it. But if it's there. Mm-hmm. The government could do it. Yeah, you know, it's so frustrating. It's just a capitalist incentive, really. It's so frustrating to to know mm-hmm. that the experts and the scientists, um, and, and, and even the political mechanism is there because you have got something called the um, renewable transport fuel obligation. So that mechanism, uh-huh. you know, in the same way as um, you know, in your car you have to put a degree of ethanol into your mix. Yeah, so that's the, mm-hmm. uh, That that's done. Um the government could mandate the mixing of synthetic fuels gradually with kerosene or traditional, you know, pumped out of the ground fuels. And gradually over the years, you know, the next ten, fifteen years, you can get to a hundred percent synthetic fuels. Well, why does mm-hmm. the government not yes. do that sort of stuff? Why is the aviation yeah. industry not proposing um a-, a way out and to get to net zero? I mean, this is just one solution that I've heard of. There might be yeah. others, but it's possible and 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 yet it's not done that frustrates me that really does
0: frustrate mm-hmm. me yeah definitely mm-hmm. and I think sort of one of the issues is that like a lot of people who voted for Tory don't really believe in climate change they don't su- support environmental policies but you represent a constituency of people who are a lot of whom are over 50 yet you've managed to get a lot of them to support climate change policies and you know to, to become aware of the issues that are affecting our planet how have you managed to do that and how can you know parties in the future get their constituents more engaged with climate change
2: well first of all you have to talk about it and you have to believe in something um and yes people mm-hmm. people need persuading um and you know you, you won't uh, persuade everybody um but you need to persuade the majority of people that that is what we need to do and the and the, the other difficult thing is of course that um you know, it's it's easy to promise something, but then you can you can talk the talk, but you also have to walk the walk. And and often mm-hmm. people talk about saying, yeah, we want to do this, and but then you say, well, but it means this, or it means uh, you know uh, uh, that, for example, uh, you know your 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 airline ticket is more expensive. Let's yeah, let's face it. You know, yeah. choices. Politics is about choices, and and and, yeah. and and ultimately, people need to understand what the choices are. And some some of the choices are what people call unpalatable. It's you know mm-hmm. I wouldn't say with, with climate change it is ultimately uh, you is it unpalatable? I think it's just necessary. But sometimes yes, you are in front of of choices that are very difficult and very hard, um, uh, and mm-hmm. you have to make these choices very clear, and 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 and, mm-hmm. and persuade people, um, um, uh, you know, to, to to ultimately go for the choice to to, to for the choices that that get you there the right outcome but you need to be honest with people you need to say look this is what it means but this is what it means if we don't do something and rather than sort of skirting around the real issues um, and and, and either trying to be all things to all people or um, actually uh, um, um, representing um, a particular lobby group that Mm -hmm. you know like the aviation industry or the people you know the developers who want to make money out of out of building homes uh, rather than actually, yeah. you know, creating a, a housing policy where where people can actually afford their homes, um, they have long term tenancies and mm-hmm. they have a secure tenancy, rather than just being, you know, on the side of the profiteering developers who then might give you money to support your party. You know, that's what happens with the Tories. Um, and yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's their choice, you know, they they need money, fine. Then they they of course, and um, the people then say, well, if we wa- if you want money from us, we want this from you in terms of legislation and that's what then happens in government and and that's an it's an outrageous thing around house building i mean honestly um what what happens in terms of house building is is cruel uh and mm-hmm. and 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 really not in the interest of most people but in the in the interest of 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 house builders and those who want to make profit you know i, I of course yeah. you know this, this, i'm not i'm not that that naive of course you you need to give businesses an opportunity to thrive and and businesses do create wealth i'm not anti-market i'm not anti-business um mm-hmm. but yeah, no but there's a balance isn't there indeed, it's about it's about a well-regulated market economy um that yeah. makes sure that there is a balance between those people who of course they need to make a living out of their businesses, but also those um who need, as I say, affordable and secure homes.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm. And we've we've seen that uh, that economic mindset really clearly. We've seen the gov the Tory gov the Tory party bear that ugly teeth recently when it came to the free school meals. Um I understand that you you obviously disagree with that and you decided to do something about that and you started the Bath holiday hunger appeal do you mind telling our listeners a little bit about what that is and how they could get involved if they want to
2: well the um, so the during the first lockdown um, it was clear that um, uh, families on free school meal uh, needed to have that provision not just while schools were open but while they were mm-hmm. home educating and and children were at home so the government yeah. under 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 great pressure developed a voucher scheme where families um, mm-hmm. could could sort of um, uh, get the vouchers and then purchase food for themselves that was again under great um, pressure the government extended that through the summer holidays but then didn't um, extend that voucher scheme through the um uh, uh, the, the, the uh, autumn half term uh, mm-hmm. and, and that was what the, the, the debate was about that families were in need and um, that scheme should have been extended and the government said but, but, but young people are now back at school anyway and they don't need it during the holidays mm-hmm. um, but, but we, we know that um, uh, uh, struggling families are particularly hard hit by this pandemic Um so mm-hmm. from the opposition we tried to put um, the government under pressure by the time um, the half term came along. Uh, the government still hadn't hadn't changed its mind, and therefore um, uh, across Bath, we well, I initiated the um, uh, uh, holiday hunger appeal, and we made fifty thousand mm. pounds raised uh, fifty wow. thousand pounds within a week, which was wonderful because in Bath people are That's incredibly weird. generous, and we also had yeah. um, some wonderful organisations um, who supported us, um, and 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 the money could be made available immediately. Uh, for uh uh, mm. uh organizations like um, st john's organization and various um, charities who are working around food hunger, uh, food poverty and hunger uh, across Spain. Mm-hmm. and 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 so something could be done immediately the council too then decided that they wanted mm-hmm. to um to pick up what the government uh, didn't give in funding in order to make future wow. provisions and so the council has come in and 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 ha- has allocated funding uh, for future mm-hmm. holidays and then the government has now, after all, U-turn. Uh, mm-hmm. So you know, it's been yes. it's, it's been typically um, a, 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 a a a sort of uh, the, the government needed to be got there, kicking and screaming. But I'm still, you know, it, it still means that we have got um, uh, we've raised money and have got money available to address um, um, you know food and hunger across banks. And while we're in Afghanistan, city, we have got um we've got communities within bath who are in great need um and and even even the government um uh turn um uh, doesn't mean that that we, we, we raise the money <laughs> we did it yeah uh, and, the money- mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Still and it. there's so much extra need anyway so it's great that we can mm-hmm. r- um, respond to that need
1: yeah mm-hmm. and i think you know you've been very vocal and very critical of the conservative government which is important because um y- you know you need a strong opposition and a- I think in terms of you know um their approach to the coronavirus their approach to climate change their approach to brexit particularly you've been very outspoken
2: mm-hmm.
1: um what would you say i mean i think a lot of young people oh, people everywhere are obviously really shocked about the brexit vote and you've been very very clear on your stance on brexit um what would you say to two young people such as myself and lucas who yeah. are a product of internationalism, a product of migration mm-hmm. and are growing up in an increasingly polarised yeah. world and in an increasingly nationalist country.
2: Um, feeling, and are,
0: feeling unwelcome, really, in this yeah, really. community.
2: Yeah, I, I, I mean, first of all, you, you know, I, I'm ashamed that my, my generation has created that sort of political environment. And could mm-hmm. could, could we have done more I mean, I now say um, the threat to liberalism and liberal societies um, mm-hmm. comes from the political right wing and, and populism. When, when, I, when I was young and grew up in, in West Germany, uh, you know, it came from, mm-hmm. from communists and, 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 you know, the Soviets dominated um, Eastern Europe. Um, yeah. And, and may, I, I don't know, maybe my generation um, over-concentrated um, on, 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 on the threat to liberalism from the left, uh, it, you know, it sort of melted away almost um, um, in nineteen eighty nine through the uh, fall of the Iron mm-hmm. Curtain. And I mean, for yeah, me, I, yeah, I yeah. was in Berlin. You know, it was just the most amazing mm-hmm. moment in my oh really? <laughs> That's insane in, 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 <laughs> in my in my in my life. You know, something that you you know. So I I was uh, in my twenties, so, so your age, and also mm-hmm. my yeah. All through my young life, The sort of uh, the, the polarization between. Um, you know, the East and, and, and the West and the threat of nuclear war and all of that was yeah. over us. Yeah, sure. Um, and and that, that suddenly sort of disappeared it was an absolute miracle, really. Um, and then through, yeah. and, and throughout um, the nine, 90s and then the noughties, uh, the world just didn't have an ideological um, um, opposite anymore. You know, everything was just the market economy and capitalism. And we didn't quite see uh, the rise of, of illiberalism from the right. I think. And mm-hmm. I think that's been yeah. a big mistake. Um, and now we are where we are. I mean, in, in, in the US, I've just about fought back, but I mean, I, I'm still holding my breath about the outcome mm-hmm. of the election. Um, but here in this country, we are, we, are, we are not much better. I mean, we have the, the British um, and public under, under the guise of wanting to get Brexit done, have voted for an incredibly right-wing government. And that's not just mm-hmm. about Brexit. That is is, is, is absolutely... Um, a, a around um, the discrimination of any sort of minority, um, that's about um, uh, you know uh, cronyism and, and 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 you know big businesses profiteering and um, widening the inequality gap and all the rest of it. You know, it's not just about Brexit. Um, and yes, in, in the end, I mean, I, I I'm still here and I'm fighting hard um, to you know the stand of on, on liberal inclusive societies. But in the end. Yes, it is your generation that is called upon to uh, to, to realize that. Uh, democracy doesn't work if people stay at home. That's always what I've said. That was true when I was mm-hmm. young, and it's true now. Um, so political activism, I think, is absolutely crucial for you guys. Just don't stay at home. Yeah. Get involved. And it doesn't have to be in a political party. It can be across um, in, in all sorts of ways, like you are doing your podcast, but you know, raise political mm-hmm. awareness. If you don't fight yeah. for your... For your rights and 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 you know they've been taken away before you know it, and then it takes forever to restore them again. I think we have yeah. taken our rights and liberties um, uh, for granted, and, and 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 your your generation, like every generation, has to fight for it. Don't be complacent.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think we are really lucky to have um, still have. Members of Parliament, like you, representing us. Um, I'm worried, I'm mindful of keeping you any longer yeah. because I know you're super busy. You've got um, a
0: lot of fighting talked, to do.
1: We've talked so much politics. I just wanted to know, like, how how are you? How, how are you,
0: Locking you down, know, finding the second it?
1: lockdown?
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I like people um, and, and I like to meet with people and, and, and rooms mm-hmm. are just no, no equivalent. It's just not normal... Normal human behavior, as I said before. Mm. So I'm I'm missing not seeing people. I've I'm basically mm. I, I so I, I'm lucky. I live um, with my husband, and we are not not divorced yeah. yet. Although sometimes- <laughs> 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 Yes. Yeah.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's an ultimatum.
1: Always a
2: realist. And and but we've got four grown-up children there in their in their twenties. They do their various things. Um, and I I don't really see them now. You know, of course, we've got Zoom, and we're going to do a you're going to do a, a Thanksgiving dinner next week. we going to celebrate yeah. the American thing. Hopefully, you know, it, it is good news. <laughs> Um, and so, rather than having a turkey, at Christmas we're going to have a turkey next week for so Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah. like...
1: Any any excuse for celebration, I celebration. Yeah, yeah. So we're
2: doing that on Zoom, but of course it's not the same as being in the same room together. I mean, mm-hmm. so yes, um, there, 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 there is the hope of a vaccine, uh, but but my message yeah. to everybody is, you know, you still have to do all the precautionary things and all the horrible things that we have to do in order to to stop the further spread of of the virus. Um, you know, it's probably only a year from now that we can return back to normal if the the vaccine works. And in the meantime, we all have to be cautious to save lives. And it is as stark as that, it is about saving lives. And it's the majority of older people. But you know, if that was your granny or your auntie or your, you know, some some sort of friend that you know, or an old teacher that that you know and and cherish, and and, and these guys Mm -hmm. die, um, because uh, we've just been a little bit irresponsible. You know, you wouldn't yeah. forgive yourself, would you? So please continue no. to be no. um, responsible. And yes, of course, nobody, you know, nobody asked for this virus and we all have to tackle it together. I'd rather be with people in in, uh, 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 in the room rather than on Zoom. Um, but, you know, it, it's what it is. Yeah. Yeah, definitely.
1: I think together... Together is
2: the the only way we're going to get through it, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, I mean, I, I, a... I, I know it's it's been a very very difficult time for you at, at university. Yeah. It's not it's not what what anyone would have wished on you, and you have to be very mm-hmm. grown up about the situation.
0: Yeah. Yeah, hundred mm-hmm. percent. Well, that's such a great message to end on. Um, and yeah, as we said, we're we're wary of keeping you uh, away from very very important things. Um, so yeah, thank you so much. <laughs> no, <it's a> <laughs>
1: It's been an absolute pleasure. Thanks. Yeah, it's honestly been such a privilege to have you on here. Um, so thank you so much for all the work that you do for Bath, all the work that you do for our country. And yeah, just keep doing it. And yeah, stay safe. Enjoy your Thanksgiving. <laughs> okay.
2: All the best to you as well.
1: <laughs> yeah. Thank you very much, Vera. Right.
0: Thank you very much.
1: Bye.